Welcome to the podcast, Jeremy. Hey, thank you, Borak, for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Jeremy, to start off, could you give uh, our listeners a brief overview of what lease plan does and the problem it aims to solve in the rental market? Yeah, sure. So, Lease Simple is the first uh, banking app dedicated to renters. So it's all about making uh, renting more uh, simple and more fair for renters. So you probably know that, you know, renting has become very expensive, especially in big cities uh, in the U.S. It's very competitive as well. I mean, lending an apartment today in a city like New York, for example, it's uh, it's very complex. Um And, and, and it's for a while because, you know, uh, with the current context and the very high uh, interest, interest rates, um, people are going to like delay um, the home ownership, right? So it's going to like, you know, take even more time for people to put down like a down payment. So they are going to rent for a very long period of time. So I don't know if you know this, but on average today, people are renting for 12 years, which is like already big and it's growing. So, um, so yeah, so renting is for a while. It's complicated. It's uh, very uh, expensive. So we decided to like uh, tackle this problem with, you know, uh, a financial solution because renting, it's not about uh, finance because you have to pay your rent every month. Uh, this is like by far, your biggest expense. Um, the problem is um, rent payments are like completely disconnected from the financial uh, ecosystem. So uh, when you pay uh, your credit card or when you pay a mortgage or a car loan, uh, your bank and all financial institutions and credit bureaus know that you paid and it's taken into account in your uh, credit, credit history. But when you rent, it's not the case. Uh, like 95% of the time, nobody else except for like you and, and your landlord know that you paid your rent, which is like totally unfair. There is a 100 point difference on average between uh, the credit score of a renter and the credit score of uh, an owner. So, um, so yeah, it's about like paying your rent, um, uh, big monthly expense, um, um, connecting um, your rent payments to uh, the financial ecosystem. But it's also about like saving money for your next move or for financing a down payment in the future. So your whole renting journey, it's a lot about finance. But today you don't have like a real solution uh, redesign to help you, you know, doing all of this uh, stuff as a renter. So that's why we are creating this simple. So it's a real banking app. So people have a real bank account and we enable 100% of renters in the US to super easily pay their rent online, to build their credit history using their rent payments and to do like a bunch of other very cool stuff to uh, help build, you know, their financial health and social mobility and, and, and their future. So very short, you know, uh, description of what we do, but uh, yeah, that's what we are building. So a uh, very quick question. Who is the specifically the initial customer? 
So um, we are targeting like mostly the new generation of renters, uh, like Gen Z, people who are around 25 years old. So this is like all the people entering the adult life and the professional life. And um, those people have to like rent a place. Uh, of course, they have to build their credit history. Uh, and it's like something like not very easy to do um, because uh, when you are young, you don't necessarily have a lot of, you know, loans. Maybe you have like a student loan, but, you know, uh, uh, building your credit uh, very early is something very important and not having your rent um, included into that, you know, credit um, building stuff, it's like very unfair. So, uh, um, and, and of course, like, young renters are moving very often it's almost like you know once a year um so it's very important for them uh to be able like to build their credit and to um to be ready to move um so that they can like tackle you know uh job opportunities go live where they want and land you know uh, any new job that they would like to have so um yeah it's primarily for those people uh, that we are building uh, uh, this simple how did you validate the customer problem and the demand for your solution? Did you use any specific methodologies or tools for this validation process? Yeah, so we used a very um, sophisticated approach, which is talking to people. <laughs> so, uh, and, and that's the best way. Uh, so uh, so we, we talked to uh, a bunch of uh, young renters and we had a lot of you know discussions around uh, renting, how they, they see you know uh, renting today, what's their plan for the future, uh, what's their financial goals. I mean, we did like many many you know um, discovery sessions, like dozens of discovery sessions with uh, users, potential users, and we learned a lot. And and people say, hey, uh, of course renting is like you know um, something that I that I have to do, uh, of course, like my, you know, most important need. Um, and, and yeah, people say, Hey, it's, it's very hard because, you know, when I want to find a new place, there is a lot of competition. Uh, if I don't have a good credit score in a city like New York, for example, it's not possible to rent a place. You won't be approved by any landlord. If you don't have like a credit score that is above 650, um, I mean, you're screwed. It's going to be very, very complicated. Uh, plus, you have to prove that you are a good payer as a renter. Um, people find it like very, very complicated because they don't have any like, you know, real tool to like prove that they have paid their rent consistently, you know, in the, in the past. Plus, they tell us like, you know, they have to... Um, um, you know, put money aside for financing a future move. Every time people move, it's a lot of, you know, expenses. You have to pay for a new security deposit before you get the uh, other one back. You have, of course, like to pay for, um, you know, any, any like moving costs that uh, that you may have. So, um, so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, people, people tell us uh, all of this process is very complex. Uh, and yeah, this is how like we, you know, manage to like, you know, um, design the product and really like, you know, fine tune the solution by, you know, being super close 
to our users. That's super important. I mean, uh, let's talk about the market focus. I see that least simple is initially targeting the US market, specifically New York. What led to this decision? Yeah, so we decided to, to target New York first because this is the biggest rental market in the US. There is around 5 million you know, renters um, in the New York City uh, area, if you take into account like you know, the other you know, cities in the, in the metro. Um, and rents are uh, super expensive and it's highly competitive. So this is where uh, Lee Simple can make um, the biggest you know, impact because this is where people really feel the pain uh, of paying so much rent and having a lot of difficulties to rent a new place. Um, so uh, that's why we decided to, uh, to go there. Plus, in terms of marketing strategy, we believe it's a good you know, strategy to like, you know, uh, uh, focus the effort in just one region. As opposed to like you know spreading you know our different you know efforts um, uh, anywhere, um, we believe it's like way more efficient to focus our effort in just one place. So we can you know be super close to the users, understand how they live, where they live, what are their problems, uh, and then we can build a kind of you know network effect at the local level. Uh, so people can talk about this simple to their friends, and they can join the platform. So that that's what we do today, and later, of course, we will like you know do the same in other you know big cities uh, in the in the US. But now it's like, yeah, very local. I mean, as far as I know, there are other players and solutions <clears throat> in the fintech real estate space. How does Least Simple will differentiate itself from these competitors? So what what will be your mode and also competitive advantage? Yeah, it, it's a great question. So. So basically, if you if you talk about like hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you talk about like um, paying the rent and using rent payments to build your credit, which is like the core of what we are doing, at least simple today, and we will talk about like what we will do in the future uh, later. But this is like what we are doing today, at least simple. Um, the competition is. Um, different you know kinds of first you have uh, some properties through their property management software which are offering renters to report their rent payments to credit bureaus which is kind of cool even though the payment experience is a bit like crappy through you know old uh, payment portals but it exists the problem is it's only like a small fraction of renters who have access to this kind of you know benefits, which is like super you know unfair. Um, if your property doesn't offer this benefit, I mean you can't do it. Secondly, you have um, uh, a couple of services which offer to like you know uh, connect your bank account to their platform, and then they can like detect your rent payments and report your rent payments to credit bureaus. The problem is it's not super, you know, uh, reliable because, you know, uh, it requires, you know, their technology algorithm to like identify uh, rent payments in your bank transactions, which is kind of, you know, complex because people pay their rent, like, you know, with different payment methods and they share their rent with their, you know, roommates. So 
not very, very uh, reliable. Plus, people already have like one payment method for their rent. So on top of that, they have to subscribe to another service just to report their rent payments to, um, to credit bureaus, which is like one more service on top of you know what they are already using. So like not super uh, convenient, plus not super reliable. And lastly, you have some people who offer um, uh, rent payment through a credit card. So uh, it's uh, kind of, you know, interesting at the first sight uh, because, you know, paying with a card is like, you know, easy to do. Everybody, you know, know how it works. The problem is we think it's a very bad financial habit, especially for young people to pay their rent using a credit card. Why? Because it can put you in a very, you know, bad debt uh, spiral. So um, uh, very bad. I mean, you know, people pay pay their rent to a very big amount with a card, and then they have to reimburse, you know, that that amount. Um, so if people are short on cash, you know, it can you know create a, a very bad you know, debt situation for for people. And 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 secondly, uh, you know, when you when you have a credit card, you have a certain amount of credit that is like you know a load on your card. And uh, the way credit bureaus. Uh, calculate your credit score is using like different you know, data points. But one that is very important is what we call credit utilization. It's the percentage of your allowed credit that you are using every month. So if you are using like too much of your credit, like let's say on your card, you can pay up to like, you know, 3,000 uh, um, uh, with it. Uh, if you use like those 3,000, like if you spend 3,000 of your credit card every month, it's going to hurt your credit score a lot. So uh, that's why you have to keep your credit utilization at a kind of, you know, lower you know, level. Like usually it's like 30%, you know, 40% of your, you know, um, uh, authorized amounts that you have on your card. So, uh, so paying your rent with a card can be um, very bad for that. It can hurt your credit score. So if, if on the one side, you know, uh, you build your credit by doing this, but on the other side, you know, it hurts your credit score. It's like, you know, a not very efficient way to, uh, to improve your financial, financial health. So that's like the, the overview of, uh, of the competition. So where uh, this simple, you know, uh, fit into that ecosystem, super simple. So first, 100% of renters can use this simple today in the US um, because we are giving people a real bank account to pay their rent and we support all the method of payments that you know landlords accept. So you can pay your rent pretty simple by sending a paper check to your landlord or by doing uh, a transfer, an LCH transfer, or you can use your least simple account number and routing number and enter that in your property portal and you can have your rent withdrawn directly you know from your simple account to your to your property so um, and the only way to enable 100% of renters in the US to um, to uh, build their credit with their rent payments is to do that is to give them to give them a bank account so we are the only platform uh, who is actually doing this and secondly, it's not debt-based. No credit card, 
no buy now pay later type of product i mean it's it's like all good for people people's finance so that's the two like you know very big angle uh, um that we where we place you know uh, uh the simple if you do like the you know 101 kind of you know competition analysis the simple is about 100% of renters and no debt I see. So, Jeremy, should you tell about the core team? Uh, why you think you are the right people of uh, co-founders for this challenge? Yeah, sure. So, we have. Uh, it's not the first startup that we that we that we build. So, um, my co-founders uh, and I, we have built uh, a rideshare startup uh, a couple of years ago. In, in California, we were based in San Francisco. It's um, a startup called Wings. Um, it's what we call a specialized transportation ride-sharing uh, startup. And by specialized, it means that, you know, it's a great uh, transportation mode for special occasions, like going for the airport, for example, uh, or going to a doctor appointment. Um, so if you take like, you no know, Uber and Lyft, they have highly disrupted the tax industry and that company wings, uh, is about disrupting, uh, more like the limo industry, you know, the type of rides, um, that you take for certain occasions that you book in advance. So it's more secure. It's more predictable. The price is known in advance. Your driver is known in advance. So it's for that, that, you know, that side of the, of the market and, and the use cases. So, um, so we built that, um, we scaled that company in, in 25 cities in the U S we raised about 14, um, million, uh, at that time. So, uh, yeah, it was a pretty, you know, um, uh, interesting experience and we learned a lot about like, you know, compliance, uh, regulations, um, because, you know, uh, uh when we, when we started this company, what we were doing was kind of illegal uh, because it was before uh, California and other you know, states in the U.S. regulate uh, ride sharing. So we were alongside Uber and Lyft to like you know make that business model uh, legal. So it's a very long story. I'm not going to go into details, but it was like crazy times. And, and we ended up, you know, um, uh, being uh, legalized alongside Uber and Lyft. And after that, in order to operate, we had to uh, contract a very special kind of insurance uh, to be able to, like, you know, insure um, uh, the, the drivers and, and the riders. We had to have permits uh, at the city level, sometimes at the state level, uh, sometimes at the airport level. So uh, with very complex kind of reporting um, that we had to put in place. So uh, it was a very, very uh, complex business model to put in place with a lot of regulations and, and, and compliance around it. So it's a great foundation for then building you know, uh, a fintech because fintech is also super uh, regulated and we have to um, you know, respect a bunch of uh, uh, laws and, and, and regulations, but that experience that we had before uh, is very helpful uh, uh, building building is simple is simple today. I mean, they say the failure is the best teacher. Can you share a moment or from your entrepreneurial 
journey that didn't go as planned and what did you learn about it yeah i mean uh, i made like many many you know mistakes um building you know uh, companies um there is one that maybe uh, is very very important to share especially for first time uh founders uh i think that you know in my first startup wings one big mistake that we that we make which is like classic mistake is we raised too much money too fast and we tried to scale too fast as well using that money uh, whereas um, the product was not like completely polished and we were like halfway finding product market fit uh, we had like good signs of product market fit, but I mean, we were like, you know, kind of halfway. So, uh, and, 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 you know, having a bunch of money at the bank uh, and the pressure of everyone around you, like investors and, and the team and, and, and ourselves, uh, it's, uh, it's very intense and, and you want to go fast and you want to grow uh, super, you know, quickly. And at that time, we should have, you know, taken more time to work more, you know, on the product and make sure we were, you know, uh, good with the product market fit and, and, and make sure that we had like a good, you know, uh, playbook in place in terms of operations, user acquisition, like everything so that we can scale uh, in a more healthy, you know, uh, way in different, you know, other, you know, locations. So, uh, so that's a, that's a big mistake. I mean, a bunch of companies are doing that mistake. Um, so it can be like a, a deadly mistake sometimes. In, in that case, it was not because the company is still operating today and it's going quite well. But um, definitely, I, I won't do the same uh, in, the, in the future. <laughs> you recently completed the, the Founders Fuel Acceleration Program. How was the experience? And how has it helped to uh, change lease plans, business model, or your plans? Yeah, we've been uh, lucky to go through uh, the Founder Fuel program, which is a kind of you know boutique accelerator uh, in, in Canada, the best uh, accelerator in in Canada, uh, and and they deploy a lot of resources, you know, to help uh, companies. There is just like seven companies in the cohort. So they put like a bunch of, you know, resources and time to help us uh, accelerate. And in our case, um, it's been like really amazing to work on the narrative around Lee Simple. Um, the fact that we position ourselves as um, a banking app for the new generation of renters um, and to uh, help, you know, renters connect um, their rent payments to the financial ecosystem and and to build you know their future um, so that, that that part was like super you know helpful and also we met we met uh, great uh, mentors because the, the program is very organized around you know putting you in touch with uh, many mentors um, with very different types of profiles and I can I can't go too too much into details, but we have met with some people that you know uh, allowed us to accelerate a lot. Um, uh, whether it is like for 
the product, but also like for the very core technology that we are using as well. Uh, it was not like a, a question, but uh, people who know fintech, they know that launching a banking app is very complicated because you need to have like a banking partner, a bank uh, with you. Uh, plus you need to have like, you know, um, uh, a tech uh, platform, what we call like banking as a service, you know, platform to allow you like, you know, um, having in place all the tools and, and, uh, and the tech uh, so that your users can have a real bank account and so that you can use the, the, the banking payment trails and, and everything. And doing this is like very, very uh, costly <laughs> and very complicated. And we managed to do that through some connections that we had through the Founder Fuel program. And yeah, without that, it would have been like, you know, much more complicated for us to um, to uh, to execute and to uh, and to and to build uh, this simple. So yeah, great great experience. I mean, I recommend um, every Canadian startup to uh, to go there. Uh, we are US startup, but because I'm based in Montreal and because I'm French and Canadian, uh, I've been able to like you know uh, join the program. But usually it's for uh, a Canadian Canadian company. Jeremy, are you raising right now more capital? Can you give us a snapshot of your current financial roadmap? Yeah, totally. So we are raising, uh, we are closing actually our trade seed uh, right now. So we are doing a 750K um, trade seed. We have closed uh, more than 550K. So we are like close to like, you know, um, finishing the, the, the trade seed. We, we are having a good momentum right now. So um, we should like, you know, close the pre-seed in the, in the coming weeks. Um, the thing is we are raising almost only with, you know, great founders and, and, and entrepreneurs um, because beyond the money, we want to bring together the best possible group of, uh, of uh, startup operators, uh, which is uh, very important for us. So that's what we are doing, um, and yeah, so it's going going well. So uh, super, you know, happy about it. And globally, I mean, people know renting is a very big space. Um, rent payments uh, represent like five hundred billion dollars paid in rent every year in the U.S. It's a gigantic market, and and the majority of this money is paid through checks. Um, so you know, with people renting for a longer period of time, uh, people totally understand that it really makes sense to, you know, create a banking app dedicated to helping renters during their journey. So that's why we have a very good momentum around the funding because people totally get, you know, the vision and, and, and what we are building. So that's, um, that's uh, really great. And finally, Jeremy, what is a fun fact about yourself that not many people know. <laughs> uh, a fun fact. Uh, I mean, there is one that I can share uh, about like the Founder Fuel program because I mean, we, we, we had a, a, a demo day. So, uh, and it, it was like a real show. Uh, they put us uh, in front of 1000 people uh, and I mean, you can, everyone can find the, the video online, it's on YouTube. 
Uh, and you can see the presentations of the entire you know, cohort, like the seven companies. And, and the feedback that, that I had after um, the demo day, after my pitch was like, wow, Jeremy, I mean, you were so at ease on stage, like, you know, so confident and everything. But I mean, I can tell everyone I was like freaked out <laughs> and I was like so nervous about, you know, doing this. Um, so uh, it was like very funny to to see like the kind of difference between what people perceived and what I saw like <laughs> From uh, you know my my own um, uh, uh, perspective before uh, going on stage, I, I was terrified. It was like a very very uh, special uh, uh, experience. That that's uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of fun. Uh, I mean, Jeremy, it is it has been an absolute pleasure having you on this first episode. Thank you for sharing your experiences, wisdom, and of course some fun facts about yourself. Uh, I wish you and least simple all the best on your journey ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Barack. Thank you. To our listeners and also uh, thank you for tuning into another episode of Startup Istanbul. Until next time, keep building and creating. <laughs>